0: Welcome to the Prime Fitness Project. My name is Eric Giroux, co-founder of Prime Fitness in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Get ready to have a lot of fun as we talk exercise, nutrition, and weight loss. We're going to talk to real clients, trainers, and other wellness colleagues to help you lead your Prime Fitness life. Good morning, podcast. It is Eric, and it is um, <coughs> Thursday, February 7th. And today, I am having the awesome honor and uh, pleasure to sit down with a very long time client and friend of mine, Miss Jen Walker. Um, we have known each other now for, we've been trying to figure it out. It's definitely more over than
1: 10 t- years. <laughs> it's definitely
0: more than 10 years. Um, we've been uh, working out together.
1: 13?
0: Yes, um, maybe. I, I don't know. So uh, it's been a lot. It's been a while, and um, I wanted to sit down with Jen and talk today for a bunch of different reasons. One's because we're going to have fun, and Jen and I can talk about pretty much anything, and <laughs> <laughs> which sometimes gets us in trouble, and you know, because we can sit here and talk, and sometimes you know, we uh, we kind of <laughs> miss what we're doing, but the important stuff is. Um, but I think uh, one of the cool things is is that since we can talk about anything, it always leads us down really cool um, roads uh in terms of like fitness and wellness and you know not just about the physical aspect of things, but about the mental and emotional aspect that comes into uh, working out and to taking care of your body and to taking care of yourself. Um, so there's uh, there's a side of it that when you have those conversations and you create those relationships they become really important. Um, and so Jen and I've kind of created that over the years and I think it's been pretty cool. Yeah've uh, we've, we've had a pretty good uh, understanding of one another. Uh, we have a love of many things: movies and music, and um, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, and so that is those are typically the subjects that derail us when we're working out. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we're going to kind of dive in today. I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna have you know, I'm just gonna have Jen introduce herself a little bit, tell me a little bit about where you're from, um, and you know, give me a little bit of uh, uh, you know uh, background on like how we got started and how you guys started working with me.
1: Okay. Hi, Jen Walker. Um, I'm originally from Massachusetts. I came down here uh, to the D.C. area for college and then never left. And we I, suck if... people in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was far enough away from the mother that it was good.
0: See, we're going to get another yep, topic in yes. just a minute. Aha,
1: so. <laughs> because that does play into the whole mental health and physical <laughs> aspect. Yes, 100% all that <laughs> Food, stuff it down <laughs> um so anyway <laughs> that's why i'm here. uh eric and i have known each other for i think it's like 13 years yeah, now at I, least well i think it's 2019 so yes because it was like daniel my son daniel i have two kids claire who's um coming up on 15 daniel who's older than 12 now okay so yeah so that's about so, right yeah it's about like 13 years or that's so. crazy yeah and did I answer all your questions? Well, like so how we started what, working out together. Yeah, how,
0: well, what got you started? Like, so what? You know, how did, what made you, what made you look for, you know, a
1: trainer at the time? A trainer. Um, well, I we were in a gym mm-hmm. at the time, like one of those big gym situations. My. I...
0: A health club. Yeah. Okay, health club. Yeah,
1: you can say that. And um, <laughs> I. Just, you know, I did all the different types of classes and stuff, but uh, I had seen you working with other people on the the floor, and I really liked your style of working out with people. I liked the energy Mm. that you had. Um, I was working with another trainer at the time who, I I liked her uh, um, a lot, and um, she moved on, and I immediately was like, oh. Eric, I want, I want to go work out with Eric, and you were so popular at the time that I had to wait, so I basically had to sell myself and say, I will wait for you, I will be your best client ever, which I am. You are, it's true. <laughs> Although, I haven't lost the weight that I thought I was going to lose, however, That's but my health wise, I, I think I would certainly not be where I am right now, um, in terms of like being as healthy as I am, if I had not gone with you and stuck with you and developed a real relationship so and uh, for me I need that sort of accountability and also you make it fun too so
0: well I think that you know I look I,
1: forward to it
0: yeah I mean I do too I mean I, I look you know I think again if, if, if we can kind of look at having the chance to create a relationship and be able to talk to somebody um, you know while you are in the trenches, working out, you know, lifting weights, doing whatever it is. I said it's going to make it that much
1: easier. Absolutely. (laughs) It's going to make it that much easier. Which is one thing I really like about the classes here is the fact that they're like these small group things, but everybody really knows each other and you sort of know what's going on and... Oh yeah. You know, if I don't show up for a class or two, I'll be like, are you okay? I get a call. And so that's like, yep, yep. So yeah, it makes me like not fall off the wagon. So, so you and I, good.
0: we still work together one-on-one so Yes. Um, and then you still attend uh, group training here. Yes. Um, and so you, you do it all. I and supplement. <laughs> and so you do it all. And... Uh, you're right. You know, I think the accountability of having the group is always good. And then the accountability, you know, of working obviously one-on-one be able to kind of focus and specialize a little bit more on some things, um, you know, the kind of dialed in specifically for you. Yeah. Um, whether it be strength training, whether it be mobility, whatever it is, you know, however the, the week takes us, you know, depending on what you have going on in your life at the time. Right. Um... So I think over the course of the, I mean, I think that when, when you work with somebody as long as we have, and we've known each other as long as we have, we've both seen for each other the tremendous, like, scale of ups and downs, right? Yeah. We've seen the <laughs> tremendous scale of ups and downs. Um, and I, I, I like to say, we, we've kind of seen each other through a lot, which is kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an interesting concept. Um, you know, it, if you had to think, well, let's, let's back up for a second before we kind of to dive down that road. If you had to think of like, what even though you you saw the way I worked out, what was the reason for you that you wanted to work out? What was the reason for you to want to make some changes?
1: Um, Just my general health. Um, Not only just physical health, but like mental health. I feel so much better. Um, when I'm working out just, you know, I think that it's a huge stress reliever, but also then I feel more, I, I feel proud of myself. Like I'm taking responsibility mm. for it as well. And so I feel more energy from that. Um, and again, I'm like one of those people, like I draw energy from being around other people. So, you know, I've tried doing that like at home stuff, you know, cause it, it sometimes it can get expensive, but then it's like. But, you know, it's sort of the, the balance of where do I want to put um, my energy mm. and what, what will I get the most bang for my buck, basically. Um, so for me, you know, working out, and I used to work out a lot when I was in college and then, you know, go to different gyms and stuff. But uh, I really like the camaraderie of it a I, lot. That's
0: one of the things we, you know, we talked... I mean, so far, since we've started this podcast, we talked a lot about his camaraderie, and I even talked to. You know, I think I've told you recently that I, I actually hate working out by myself anymore. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I've gotten to the point now where if I'm not working out with my boys, and uh, we're we're kind of working out together, or if I get a chance to work out with Christy, you know, I, the likelihood of me doing it on my own now is it's it's hard. It is. It's hard, and so I love the camaraderie. I'm like you. I feed off the energy of other people, and um, you know, I just I like the 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 aspect of you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, just having a having having that that those people together to kind of help support and motivate each other. Absolutely. Um, but, but Especially
1: because I'm a stay at home mom too. Oh, all right. So, or that was like one of like the driving focuses of like when I joined the gym because they had childcare. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I'm like, you can take my kid. I'm going to go and say hi to everybody. <laughs> I was like that beer commercial where the, you know, the cowboy's like, hey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> you were kind of like the mayor for a, a little a while. A little
1: bit, a little bit. Like, yeah, I had my, oh my God, it's embarrassing. Like, you know, you look back on it now. You're like, oh, holy God, they must have been saying, here she comes. Just to make contact. <laughs> no, I no, I don't think that's
0: ever the case. I think, you know, if any, Maybe a little bit. <laughs> But that I think that's you know a common thing for anybody you know and for any parent that's staying at home, the ability to oh, have the ability so to have like, a, a social outlet, um, a place to go, uh, you know, somewhere to go. And you know, hey man, it, 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 that, being being at home with your kid is with your child is no joke.
1: Lonely. Oh my god! And being able to talk to like other adults yes. too. It was just huge. And yeah, people were, the front desk people were like, oh, You again? You're so good. I'm like, Yes, I am.
0: Uh, yes, I am here I for am the here workout. For
1: two hours.
0: <laughs> How long can I keep them in the kids' club? Yep,
1: yeah, two Perfect. hours. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Perfect.
0: good. That was actually something that you and Christy kind of connected on. Um, you know, when Christy was, uh, after we shared Matthew, because she had, Matthew, cause she had mm-hmm. that same situation, you know, when she was home alone and it sucks. Um, especially, you know, the first six months. Um, you know, being, uh, you know, when, when Matthew was an infant, she, uh, you know, she was like, she felt very isolated.
1: Absolutely. And so,
0: and, you know, at the time. everybody's at work. Yeah. Everybody's at work. Every other adult's at work. Yeah. And, uh, so she would spend, she would come into the gym here just and bring Matthew with her and, mm-hmm. just to kind of be around other bodies and, and talk to adults, Yeah, Um, that's cool. You know, one of the things that I, I think is great, you know, is, you know, the, what I call the non-measurable metrics that you kind of put out there mm-hmm. uh, in terms of why you know you wanted to work out why you wanted to change um, you know there's, there's sometimes there's always the the case of you know hey I need to lose weight I need to you know decrease my cholesterol I need to change my blood pressure which we call our our measurable metrics those things right. you can all measure and <clears throat> but there's a bigger component that I think that people miss, and it's something I was speaking with with a bunch of people we say It's the process, yeah. and having the process, and understanding that none of this is going to happen overnight. And then when you choose to live a lifestyle that is fitter in 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 st- in nature, okay. that it's not about the 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 measurable metrics. It's about the ones, the intangibles of you know uh feeling better about yourself mm-hmm. feeling proud of yourself feeling like you're taking control of things mm-hmm. you know feeling like you're doing the right stuff um and and giving you a sense of accomplishment those are things that you can't you necessarily quantify right except for yourself they kind of might like make a thing for it right
1: oh and the role model aspect for the kids now too is big that is big and making like healthier lifestyle choices in terms of you know, what you're doing in terms of like physical exercise and getting out there and not being couch potato, and also just like the food that you're serving and keeping around the house. Yeah. Too is huge.
0: That's huge. And as you have a, and as you know now, I mean, as you have a teenage girl, mm-hmm. you know, we know, we, we've had this topic of conversation, you know, the, the discussion about, you know, body image, you know, reflection, how they feel as a teenage girl, yep. you know, and how we present that to them. You know and the importance of focusing on health instead of image, and you know, mm-hmm. you know, fit instead of you know, skinny, and you know that this, the all Absolutely. the things that go along that, um, and you know, teaching them about why exercise is important, why eating well is important. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, it's it's all it's all critical. So and yeah. The so, stress the um, stress
1: they're dealing with too. It's crazy. You, uh,
0: you know, I think I told you at the beginning of the school year when we were Christy and we were blown away. We sent Matthew to you know preschool this or not sorry to kindergarten this year. And we were told to hold on to our bootstraps because yes. what he's going to have, what he's going to learn in his first year of kindergarten, we all did like in first and second grade. Yeah. And so I was blown away. Now he's in, he's reading. He's, he's doing like,
1: algebra. He's right. I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah. So the stress that these kids get under at, at such an early age is, is really high. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, using exercise and nutrition as an outlet, as a way to, you know, really help manage those sorts of things, I think is really important. Um, so, you know, I, I love all those things, like the, all, the, all the non-measurable metrics. How has that, you know, how have those things kind of helped you navigate the, uh, I think the highs and the lows? Like, so some of the things, if you had to pick like the, the, the two things in the past 10 years that were the hardest for you to deal with, what would they be?
1: Breast cancer. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. There you go. That, that's probably on the top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's probably on the top. That was huge. Um, you know, that becoming a parent, so, I mean, that's a little more than the 10 years, but I have to say, like, it's the best job and, like, the most, like, fulfilling thing that I've done, like, in my life, like, the thing that I will absolutely look back on and be, like, the most proud of, but it's also so unbelievably hard. And even though people tell that to you, until you're in it, you have no, no idea. No idea. No idea yeah. how hard it is and how hard it is navigating all of that in today's environment with the uh, social media the way it is. And I used to always think of myself as being very tech savvy. Don't grin at me when <laughs> no, no, that. No, no, I'm not, not grinning, I'm just listening. Um and man, like when you're sort of out of the pocket on like life (laughs) because of like being involved with kids stuff like has changed so much it's so hard to keep up and keep track of and knowing like what's influencing what and that's so i guess that's sort of like the high and the low with the the kid but yeah the breast cancer stuff was hard but exercising actually helped me a lot with that so that's actually good
0: so let's take a step back how did you find out
1: Um, listening to my body because, um, I'd been doing the mammogram stuff and I had actually started at, this is how old I am now, coming up on 52, but, um, I had gotten the mammogram at 40 when they were still allowing you to get mammograms at 40 until they recently changed to say, no, no, you only get regular mammograms starting at 50, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so anyway, um, it had been like two years or so since i had had my last mammogram and i just felt like an uncomfortable not a pain pain but sort of like a shooting sort of sensation like when not that you would know this when you're breastfeeding (laughs) (laughs) um you get the sensation of like like going like let down or something mm-hmm. when they go when it, you feel it sort of like going this is too much information <laughs> going really into good. your nipple I, basically like this shooting it. sort of paint going across my breast, and it sort of would come and go and it was just weird it was only on the one side um and to this day i believe that it was like my guardian angel or something that was just like oh and also at the same time so i do believe in the universe sending you signs um rita wilson tom hanks wife oh, yeah. had just come out saying that she had breast cancer and that she had gone to several different doctors because the first two i think had told her you're fine you're fine and it was the third one that said "Ooh, they actually did a better test mm. and got it and so she was out there saying i'm so glad that i listened to myself and to my body and you know, advocated for myself. And also, I think it was Taylor Swift's mother mm. had some sort of medical thing. I don't think they ever really said what it was, but I immediately just thought, ooh, breast cancer. Okay. Um, and I thought, okay, the universe is telling me I got to get in there. And so I went in for my mammogram, um, and they were such a pain because they said, nope, you can't just get a mammogram. You have to go to your health you know your regular doctor first nurse. and right. then they have to give you a referral even though you're not technically supposed to have to have a referral for mammograms but anyway uh, that's a whole other issue <laughs> Um a whole other podcast right <laughs> so then you know then trying to get into the mammogram place you know they're like well you know you're not you know in an emergency so you know mm. first appointment we can do is like three weeks down the road so all right long story short they found spots um Calcifications, they called it.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And
1: then they're like, you got to get an ultrasound. So then I went to the ultrasound people, and that they actually got in me a little faster. They got me in the following week. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's not looking great. They're the way they're grouped and the amount of them don't mm-hmm. like it. Um, and then I had to get a biopsy. Right. Um, with another doctor. And that was an experience. They, put you on this table where they lift you up and your boob goes in like a hole in the table. Oh, it was wow. crazy. Um, and they do like a guided sort of biopsy with ultrasound. And um, then they called me and it was the day before my birthday. That's Happy it. birthday. Yes, <laughs> but I did, I thought of it as a birthday present in that we got it, yeah. you know, we we found it. And every single doctor said, we don't know what that pain was. It had nothing to do with the breast cancer whatsoever. It's just one of those things.
0: So it's your it's your body telling you something, man. And yeah, I, I absolutely. Think it, sometimes the 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 intangibles. I like can't. We go back to the intangibles. You've just got to listen when you don't think something's right.
1: One hundred percent. You do.
0: Um. So when you went in uh, after, so you had surgery, right?
1: Yeah, cool. I got. Um, Uh, I got a bilateral mastectomy. I only had the breast cancer on one side.
0: So what made you choose to do that?
1: Um, Just, I talked with a lot of different people. Um, And the ultimate deciding factor was my brother-in-law had had a sister who had had breast cancer. She had it on the one side, got the one side done, Mm -hmm. mastectomy on just the one side, um, and then it came back on the other side. And she didn't get into the doctor fast enough And then she died Wow! And I had two young kids uh, And I thought you know what And then I talked with a bunch of other people That also said you know what I had the one side done Two years later it happened on the right side And I just thought I don't even want to have that anxiety That sort of like shadow
0: Looking over your shoulder Yeah absolutely Because yeah. I'm,
1: I'm an anxious person As well, you know yeah, like, I can obsess So <laughs> I thought you know what Let's just do it all at the same time, and uh, I got what's called a deep flap reconstruction thing. It was basically they take your tummy fat and move it up to your boobs. <laughs> it was like having a tummy tuck and a boob job at the same time, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. That's how I told myself I was going to handle it. It was a tummy tuck and a boob job. Um, unfortunately, one side did not work. Of oh, course, right. it was a side that did not have the cancer that oh, didn't work. Of course. But again, you know what? It's just it is what it is. So I have one side that's my former stomach, and one side that is now uh, an implant—silicone Okay. Silicone implant.
0: And how how do you feel now, like physically? How, feel... it's, how long has it been now? Two years?
1: No, it's been three years. Has it been three? Yeah, wow,
0: three years. Okay, so you feel good?
1: Yeah, three and a half years actually since I. Has been that long? Actually, but four years from the diagnosis because oh, wow. I had the operation that's right, that's right. August of 2015. Man, time flies, doesn't it? I know it, it oh, does. God. It does. in
0: my brain two years that's what my brain yeah like, you tell me four. And that's crazy um, but you're feeling good now
1: yeah and I was actually able to recover really quickly like they you know my surgery was insanely long because it was microsurgery that's right and since the one side wasn't working they tried really really hard um, so I was in surgery for almost 18 hours that's a long time yes yes kudos to the doctor who worked yeah. that hard um, and the next day, I was up and moving.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yep. Yeah, and I, I was doing
1: laps, and the nurse was like, What is going on? And I'm like, So I know how to do my squats and like lift, <laughs> lift, you know, push through the heels, lift from the buttocks. Um, and that helped a lot. And I was able to move my arms a lot. So that I think made a huge, huge difference in my recovery.
0: We we talk about that a lot with uh, with people. If, if, if you know you have to have surgery, um, you know, or you know, even if you don't know, but as one of those preventative things, the stronger you are going into it, the the better your recovery will be. And we yeah. t- we talk about it all the time with people. And um, it was definitely a testament, even. You know, because you just did the the second reconstruction back this past fall, right? Yes, I yeah. waited on. Because I
1: kept telling myself I was going to lose weight. Wow. Well,
0: and it right, well, didn't that's, happen. That's ah. right. But, I mean, but you did the second reconstruction. And I, I tell you, I was actually pretty impressed with how fast you rebounded from that one, too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it, like, like you said, the, the testament to it is, you know, keeping yourself fit. Consistently. Consistently is one of those things that, uh, and moving well, you know, you know, yes, could you have lost a little bit more weight? You know, ah, okay, (laughs) sure. Whatever. But the fact is you, you could move well, you were strong, you know, you had good mobility in your joints. And so, when you, you know, went in for something like that, you came out and you, you were in a much better place physically to kind of like handle, you know, where absolutely. it was, um, you know, and, you know, here we are, it's now it's February and you're pretty much, re, you know, no restrictions. You can much do whatever you want and everything's, you know, rocking and rolling and, and you're cancer free.
1: Well, touch wood. Yeah, that's right. You well, always you, <laughs> you, always,
0: you always, right. But, you know, that's the, that's the big thing is, you know, that's, you know, for now, I mean, we gotta, you gotta take that as the win, right? Right. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, that's cool, man. So obviously that was that was probably one of the hardest things, you've or the hardest thing you've ever had to had to kind of deal with, you know, during this time frame. I'm sure. Um, so now let's think of some highs, right? So I mean, that was that was tough. So but give give yourself some like some, you know, we what are some things that you've been really proud of, you know, fitness wise for you or in the past, you know, a few years, things that you've accomplished, you know, when it comes to your health and wellness. Anything? Oh, She's that weird look like crap. <laughs>
1: Things that I'm proud of, oh, my God, I don't, with fitness, I mean, the fact that I I come here, like, consistently, you know, I'm really good about, you know, just keeping up and always trying to, I don't know, do better.
0: That's it. So, again, I go back to the, you know, the unmeasurable metrics, and that's one of them, right? So, if you can look at yourself and be proud of yourself... For staying consistent, and if that's a and that and that's a big win for you, awesome. That's yeah. your win. You know what I mean? And you know, keeping your consistency as much as you can, and you know, trying different things. I think for me, some of the cool things you did, like you started swimming more, like yes. last summer. You were swimming right. your face off. You know, right. you're always walking. Right. You know, um, you're always willing to try something new. You know, right. you you take coaching very well. You know, so there's nothing there. There's nothing that's kind of like off the table for you. And so right. I think in. In that regard, that lends you to kind of like being ready to kind of tackle anything at that point. So I think that's really cool. So for me, you know, in our time together, I'm, I've known that for our 13 years together, I've like, well, I can always throw this at Jen and she's going to be okay with it. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I know she's going to be okay with it. She's never going to look at me like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And so, um, you know. I might
1: say, are you sure I can do that? And you'll say, yes, you can. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. I have faith, man. I have faith. <laughs>
0: You know, I I think that you've done some pretty, you know, fantastic things. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, I've always been proud of your consistency. I've always been proud of, like, the fact that you just haven't given up. I mean, there's... I know there's plenty of instances where, you know, if somebody had been diagnosed with, with breast cancer or you know been diagnosed with something that's as rough as that and you know they could have just like thrown it in the towel and be like, you know what, I don't know what to do. But you didn't, you know, you kinda of took it on head on and you kinda of like tackled it, you know, and you just like this is you made it a job and I think, you know, having the right mindset with it and having the yes. right perspective, you know, um, you know, and this is coming from somebody who's never you know experienced anything like that. But having that, that you know, having the right perspective as you go into it, is the only thing that's going to help you kind of you know come out of with a positive outcome. I think you know yep. mentally and emotionally for sure. All right, so now we're here in 2019, and uh, I told you that when we started this podcast that I was going to make you kind of you know throw some things out there that you wanted to try and do for. Uh, 2019, some things that you, you know, we're going to make the uh, make the podcast space hold Jen accountable for this year. Because Jen likes accountability.
1: <laughs> to the masses. That's right. Yay. So,
0: uh, what what are some things that you see, like, this year that you want to, uh, that you really want to, you want to accomplish this year? And you, you can give me...
1: I mean, do we need to use, like, specific numbers? I mean, there's always that, you know, the healthy lifestyle. I mean, for me, it's all about just... I just want to be healthy
0: yeah
1: you know Um, and oh 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 and the thing with the breast cancer um, one of the things like the latest research is showing is that if you have a lower BMI Mm -hmm. it's actually that can be even more beneficial than taking medication
0: absolutely Um,
1: the tamoxifen so I'm trying to avoid that by getting the BMI down
0: so, for listeners out there, BMI is body mass index, oh, sorry. and oh, that's okay. No, so BMI is body mass index, and it, it's, it's how it's, fat
1: you are. Basically. It, well, like so
0: it, what we've talked about is like I, I don't, I'm not a big I don't I'm a big believer of BMI. I'd rather use body fat percentage, yes. right? And so because uh, if you a lot of folks who are fit and who have carry a lot of muscle, according to the BMI scale, they're considered overweight or obese. Oh, okay. Right, so. <clears throat> What I'd rather do is, you know, look at somebody and say, "What is your body fat percentage?" and get you into a healthy body fat percentage, mm-hmm. because that is, you know, uh, that is going to carry more more weight than would be the BMI. So right. it's the same okay. concept, the same idea, um, but that's kind of like the, the mm-hmm. metrics that I would use. Um, but you're right. So the, the lower your body fat percentage is in terms of, like, or being in a healthy, I don't say the lower because that doesn't mean the lowest you can go is better, but right. right? you want to be in a nice healthy range. And that's usually somewhere between 20 and 25% for women, you know, and that range is a great healthy body fat percentage to be in. Um, but you're right. You know, we know that you know being in a healthy body fat uh, range really does help, you know, kind of you know, knock knock some of those risks factors off in absolutely terms of cancers, like, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so does that mean, does that mean you'd like to decrease body
1: fat in 2019? 100%, okay, yes, good. yes, okay. so lowering the body fat um, and, oh my God, cook more vegetables. <laughs>
0: cook more, so listeners, Jen and I have had this discussion for uh, now a few weeks now, so about, um, it was it back in December, end of December? Uh-huh. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, she has always struggled with is being able to kind of like, you know, um, record like what she eats, right? Yes. And so I made it really simple for her. I said, hey, make it easy. I don't, don't put in amounts, just put in what you ate, give me a rough idea, and let's just journal every day, and I want you to send me a picture of it, and I want you to just snap a picture of what you journaled, and so we have some accountability, and so that we're kind of looking at it. And so she did. We did I saw it,
1: how few vegetables I was eating.
0: Well she saw how sweet vegetables she ate, and then you also saw how much what you were eating.
1: Oh, the sugar. Yeah, the yeah. sugar, yeah.
0: So it was really eye-opening for her to kind of like
1: but, All right, so that was also Christmas. Well, for God's sakes. Get, no, you got to No, no, no it was on that but way. then
0: as we kind of... I did and, yes, I, and I told I you that. But then you realized like, you what, what? you realized It was
1: the consistent sugar that was happening. That was your go-to like yeah. snack
0: and reach for. Right. Right? And then it wasn't just one, it would be
1: yeah, two or two and then another two later on Correct. Like, ah! <laughs> right it's crazy yeah I gotta get that out of the house so yeah
0: so I think that was for me you know moving and I wanted that to be one of your goals to continue doing in 2019 because yes. I think it helped if nothing else you know it didn't give us a um you know a specific parameter that we had to shoot for in terms of like but awareness. it was awareness for what you're yeah. putting in your mouth and I think that is a key ingredient yes. in terms of the process so it, if looking at body fat loss in 2019 as a goal, knowing what we're putting in our mouth is incredibly important. Yes. Right? Okay. So, what else? What is something else we we'll to look at for 2019? Gotta have something else. It can't just be body fat loss. It's gotta be something cool.
1: Uh, something cool?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mean? know what that means, by the way. Just I know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Go see the new Marvel. Ca- guest. <laughs> Sweet. You want to see all the Marvel movies? Yeah, That's awesome. Marvel
0: Good. Movies. Nice.
1: Um. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. So here,
0: here, we go. Podcast. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna make Jen. Um, what I'll do is I'm gonna make her. Co- I'll make her tell me something in the next like two weeks. Something else that she's got to come up with, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell everybody in the podcast what it is. Okay.
1: I mean, I. This is sad, like, cause everything is always sort of like focused around the kids and stuff. But I think about like, oh, what am I gonna do for the kids, or like.
0: Nope, this is for you.
1: I know, but I don't know.
0: Okay, I so this know. this is a huge moment. I can see the anxiety in her <laughs> I, eyes right now. I know.
1: I'm crossing my arms and everything. <laughs> uh, I don't know.
0: Okay, all right. So she's got a couple weeks to think about it, and I'll I'll, I'll deliver the message to you guys out there, and, and we'll see what it is, and uh, we'll uh, we'll all help her uh, stay accountable. And so, um, because I think you know, like you've said, you know, having the having the, the herd mentality of you know having the group to kind of like you know. You know, say so check in with you and that kind of thing. I think it's awesome. Uh, plus, as soon as you put it out in space, you're like, shit, now nah, I really got to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so now we've uh, we put something out there in space, and now we have got to do it. It's pretty cool.
1: I did get myself some vegetable cookbooks for this Oh,
0: nice. That's cool. You know, Not it, That
1: I've cracked them.
0: But, but uh, <laughs> hey, but step one, hurry. you have them. <laughs> step one is you have them. So it, here's something else to think about too, when it comes to like. This is be a little side note, everybody. And so, uh, when it comes to cooking vegetables, or thinking about it, don't overthink it, right?
1: I know, but I'm so bored of like you know. I do roast my vegetables, like with the broccoli. That's delicious, and other things. And you know, my green bean recipe. Did you try it? I haven't yeah, yet. No, like... I haven't tried it's it. It's so good. I know it looks good. It's I do so want good, to try. It. Like all the kids request it. Yeah, no, I, I will try over, that soon. So
0: I need to. I'm. I think I'm gonna do it on a day when I. When I. Uh, Smoke a brisket. I think it's, it's going to be really good with a smoked okay. brisket. Oh, brisket.
1: should I tell the recipe? It's so easy. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll put it in the show notes for okay. everybody. I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, okay. So I get it. You know, we are getting bored with vegetables, but don't overthink it. You don't need to. It's it's simple. Remember, we talked about just getting them in. Right? I know. You know well, I know. all right.
1: So I try and get them in with smoothies.
0: That's good. But still. Yeah, but but that's just spinach. It's true. It's just true. We need, That's true. <laughs> that I,
1: counts. <laughs> and blueberries. Ish. Okay. <laughs> ish. We need
0: more like cruciferous, heart, cruciferous vegetables, etc., 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 that kind of thing. Um, okay, I don't want to take up any more of Jen's time today because we could actually sit here and, and bullshit all day long for Pretty sure. Much. Pretty much. We really could. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. This, is, this was awesome. You know, I always like to say that when we talk to people that are in the trenches and doing this sort of stuff and working out and loving the process and doing the process, I hope that it inspires somebody else. I hope that it kind of gets somebody to have a light switch and say, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can move forward. Yes, I can take steps to kind of make myself better. And so I think... enough that...
1: and I'm smart <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Gosh darn it, people like me. <laughs>
0: So I think that knowing that you've been doing this, you know, for thirteen years consistently and kicking some butt at it, you know, through having two kids and managing a household and that sort of thing, I think, it, can, it shows that it can be done. And you can tackle things like breast cancer. You can tackle things, you know. And so it's just a matter of making the decision to kind of move forward with it all. And so I'm, I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story a little bit with everybody. I uh, hope everybody out there has enjoyed listening to us kind of uh, talk and BS a little bit today uh, and just get a little bit of a glimpse into, you know, somebody else's world, and uh, hopefully it helps everybody. Um, I think that's about it. Unless you've got anything else? Nope. All right, we're all good here, podcast. So uh, that's it. So keep your eyes open. We're going to have a few more guests coming up soon. Um, If you guys have got any questions, if you guys want to shoot them to me. you know, Eric at PrimeFitnessMD.com. If you've got questions for Jen, uh, suit them to me at at, uh, at my email, and I'll send them over to Jen, and we'll uh, we'll post them up on Facebook on the Facebook page and uh, on the web page as well too, so we can find some answers. Um, but uh, you know, I know she's an open book, and she's always willing Absolutely. to talk.
1: Absolutely, too uh, much so. <laughs> so she's always
0: willing to talk. If anybody wants to talk about breast cancer or anything, if you're going through it,
1: mother issues.
0: Mother, we didn't even <laughs> for touch ourselves that. and
1: mine. <laughs> we
0: didn't even touch that subject no. today. Are you proud of us? We didn't on that subject. We didn't. I know. Right? Oh my god! Um, all right, that's it, guys. I hope everybody has a great day. And uh, you know, if you uh, if you like the podcast, make sure you you know give it a quick review. I'd really appreciate it. Um, like it, make some uh, comments on it, share it, so we can uh, spread the word out there. Uh, until next time, everybody have a great day.
1: Bye.